Good morning, church. My gosh, it is so good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. I have missed you. I have missed this. Um, it's first day of a new year. We're just going to start this year uh, with prayer. Gosh, I'm just going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. God, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, God. God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for coming. Thank you for Emmanuel, God, with us. God, in us. We love you, Jesus. God, and we just come before you this morning, and we, we begin this year, we begin this day worshiping you, sitting at your feet with arms spread open wide to receive from your hand all that you would pour out. God, we receive your love this year. Today, God, we receive your love that washes us clean. God, we receive every gift of the Holy Spirit. Father, we receive your rest for this year. God, we receive you. Father, come and have your way in this place today, God. We celebrate you. We worship you. We magnify the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus above all other things. We love you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Stand up with me this morning. I'm going to read a, a call to worship. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read a call to worship out of Psalm 96. It'll be up on the screen. You don't have to read it with me, but it's a, couple, it's a little few verses longer than normal, but I just wanted to start the year with prayer and with the word of God. Amen? What a way to start the year. It goes like this. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come into His courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. Father, we just come before You today. And we do. We tremble before You. We are in awe, Father, of Your goodness, Your love, Your faithfulness to us. And we want to give You all the praise today. So we lift our voices, our hearts, our eyes to You. And we give you all the glory. In your precious name we pray. Amen? Amen. Let's worship.
you're dismissed to move to the tables and get your communion elements. Um, the gluten-free is on the little plate in the middle. So if you're gluten-free, go ahead and take that. And then circle back around to your seats. And uh, we're going to take communion together as one body of believers, one family this morning. Can you bow your heads with me? I'm just going to pray again this morning, again and again and again. I'm just going to come before the Lord as we partake of the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ who came, who suffered, who died and laid dead for three days and rose again. Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. God, and we will not start this year with anything but you. So God, right now in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every foul spirit that is not of you. We bind it and we say, go in the name of Jesus. We partake of the blood of Jesus, which cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Who, that cleanses us from every sin. And we will step into this year clean, whole. We partake of the body of Christ that is our healing. And we will step into 2023 healed and whole in the name of Jesus. No more. Say it no more. You cannot stay. You've got to go. You've got to go in Jesus' name. However you came in, I closed the door. However you attached yourself to me, it is no more. I repent. I turn away from fear. I turn away from worry. I turn away from lust and greed. I turn away from idolatry. Turn away from gossip in Jesus' name. We repent now in Jesus' name. We repent from witchcraft, from other things, from turning to other things for our source. We repent from pride. We lay it down now in the name of Jesus. We repent. You cannot stay anymore. You've got to go. Because Satan, you are my enemy. You are my enemy. And I crush you in the name of Jesus. I crush you with the word. I crush you by the power of the Holy Spirit. The mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, his blood, his body, you are defeated. And we are clean. We are clean. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are victorious. And we are clean. And we are whole and we are healed. In Jesus' name, 
in Jesus' name. God, pour out your spirit. God, pour out your spirit now upon these people. God, pour out your spirit. God, let it flow and let it fill every space. Every space. I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. I speak Jesus. Father, we just come before you. We thank you for Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for your bloodshed, your body broken, for defeating the grave, for creating a relationship with us. Give you the honor and the praise for it. Lord, we thank you for your broken body, your bloodshed. And Father, as we receive these elements today, as we partake of communion together, Lord, that we would receive those wonderful gifts that you have given us of healing, of wholeness of cleansing us from all unrighteousness. In your name. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. We had given thanks, he broke, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us partake. Stand with me. We're going to continue to worship the Lord. The altars are open. And there was a word this morning about healing. If you have any issues in your lungs in any way, shape, or form, we're not going to walk around and lay hands on you this morning, but I would just encourage you as we sing this song and as we begin to worship that you would just receive that supernatural blessing and healing from the Lord. So if that's you this morning, just sing this song with all your heart, and the altar is open. You may come up front if you want to. As I pray... I encourage you to open your arms to receive from heaven. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, and I speak hope into the hearts of your people.
this morning. The hope of rescue, the hope of restoration, the hope of reconciliation, the hope of Jesus. Today and every day, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak peace, wisdom, discernment. I speak healing. God, we ask for your healing to be manifest in the lives of your people. Healing of hearts, God, of broken places. Healing of minds, God. For you've given them a sound mind. That they would receive it now in its fullness, God. That it would be manifest by faith in the only one, Jesus Christ. God, I speak hope. Hope, Jesus, is our only hope. God, we put no faith in tomorrow. We put no hope in any resolution. But Jesus, all of our hope is in you, God. All of our hope is in you. And God, I pray that there would be a receiving of the love of God like there has not been. God, that it washes through like mighty waters, that it breaks down just structures that have been long standing. God, that would seek to block or to keep, Father, that walls would come down and that love would pour forth and seep into dry ground. And that there would burst forth gardens of love with blooms and fruit. God, every fruit of the Holy Spirit, God, I want it. I want it. God, pour it out. Pour it out upon these people, I pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We receive it, God. We receive it from you, from your hand. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let it be unto us according to your word, according to your will. All of our hope is in you, Jesus. Father, I thank you. I praise you, God, for breakthrough. I thank you, God, that it will be done according to your word that we will run and we will not grow weary. We will walk and we will not faint. We are upheld by your mighty and loving and generous hand. That our heart is safe and whole in your hands. God, we release it to you. We will not fear any longer. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gosh, church, it feels good, doesn't it? Feels good just to rush the throne room of heaven with arms wide open, 
asking boldly, receiving fully. He's not a man that he should lie. He is the God who keeps his promises, who's faithful to his word. Just as we close out this time of worship, part of our reading this morning was out of Psalms 1. I just want to read the beginning of that chapter over us. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He, we, ECF, shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he Whatever we, whatever this church does, shall prosper in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We're going to head into greeting time. It's time for us to just see one another. I feel like I haven't seen you guys. We haven't seen each other in a while because of weather. I know a lot of families have been struggling with sickness. We are just standing on the word. Don't give up. Don't ever give up the promise and the truth of the word. Sometimes it's a fight. Gosh, sometimes it's a fight. But he is faithful and we are victorious. So let's love on one another. Um, On the back of the chairs is the connection card. If this is your first time here, if you're new, it's a place to give us your info, an email. We'll just send you a a howdy email. um, And we welcome you. Uh, Kid Corner, if you're ECF kid, you know the drill. Little's Ministry, thank you, Miss Brandy and Mr. Doug. They're headed to the Little's Ministry um, for kids ages four, five, and six. Uh, nursery is open and staffed. Thank you, nursery team. Boy, they work hard to show up and just love on those babies faithfully, faithfully. I'm excited in April will be one year, so that's, uh, it's coming. Well, I mean, it's four months away, but... Um, it's exciting. So nursery is open and staffed. The family room is open and available. Uh, tithes and offerings. Let's come before the Lord and start the year off just trusting him with everything, bringing our tithes and our offerings to him with great joy. He's going to do big things in 2023. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm putting it all in his hands. So uh, let's greet one another and then we'll come back together. All right. Happy New Year, everyone. It is announcement time. Woo! All right. So um, coming up this Wednesday, we have our prayer and um, worship and prayer night. So it starts at um, 630 and goes till 8 o'clock. It's a great time if you just want to come and worship the Lord and spend time in prayer, seek his face. If you want prayer, uh, you can come. Um, But I encourage everybody to make it out if you can. It's a great way to start the year with some prayer and uh, just worshiping the Lord. Uh, Our second announcement is Bible reading plan bookmarks. I just handed out a bunch to everybody. If you did not get a Bible reading plan bookmark, raise your hand. Okay, if you don't, we'll have them in the back. Can we sit on that back table or no? 
Yes, we'll put them in the back table there. Um, we're doing Bible reading plan a little bit different. Last year, or the last two years, we had like a full pamphlet for the whole year. Um, this year, we're going to be doing bookmarks each month. And um, you can just keep it in your Bible and check them off. And then when you finish it, there will be another one the next month uh, here at church. And you can just grab it. And then so I encourage everybody to read the Bible as much as you can this year. Um, and you know what? Spend some time in Psalm 119. You know, it's all about the Word of God and its power and um, how it leads us and guides us. And sometimes I'll just go to bed with it, just listen to Psalm 119, and I'll fall asleep. But it's just a great, great passage. Um, the Word of God is what we need in this day. And then the third announcement is prayer and fasting. We have been doing the annual prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year for years now, and we're going to continue with it. It's going to start, though, on January 8th, which is next Sunday, and I think we'll talk more about that. But um, just be seeking the Lord over this week as to what he might have you do when it comes to prayer and fasting. Uh, if he wants you to fast um, food or maybe he wants you to remove some other distractions from your life or maybe just really commit to praying um, over these this month. And, um, and then into the, the year. But we'll, we'll be starting that next week. It'll go January 8th to January 28th. So, all right, one more announcement. If I could have Pastor, and Jason, Pastor Jason and Pastor Liz come on up. Oh, so we did take up a Christmas uh, gift collection offering for you guys, and we meant to give it on the 18th, but you were sick, so you weren't here. And then I was like, well, maybe we could do it on Christmas Eve. And I was like, eh, I don't think it's a good night to do Christmas Eve on the, for this. And then um, we didn't have church. And then we're, so this is now a New Year's uh, gift for you both. And um, I just want to, we want to tell you how much we love you. And we thank you for all the sacrifice, the time, everything you put into um, just leading this church and loving us and helping us. And so... We love you. Give them a round of applause. That's for you. Just saying, we couldn't do it without this guy right here. Honestly. Honestly. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for the New Year's gift. I'm excited to move into the new year and leave Christmas of 2022 in the books. Just saying. <laughs> it was, we are blessed, and it's in the past, and yay, moving forward. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm good. Oh. I'm going to do stuff here now. All right. Uh, so before I, before I forget, speaking of uh, prayer and fasting, one, thank you guys. We appreciate you all so much, and we love each and every one of you. And we love you so much that we've got popcorn for you today after church, which is, you know, you can't start the, I mean, if somebody said, like, the Lord told me to fast popcorn, remember, the fast starts on January 8th. So there is popcorn available for you right after church this morning, uh, there's some, you can't really miss it because as you walk out into the lobby, uh, there's baskets full of prepackaged popcorn, and it's, what's the flavor again? Caramel popcorn, uh, so it's a little sugary for you. Uh, have a little treat on your way out. You can grab one per person. Uh, if a family member is not here and you really want uh, that person to have one, then take more than one because we got plenty out there. Uh, so grab a few if you need to pass them out to uh, uh, people you might see later on today. Or maybe you're like, I've been thinking about what to bring to this New Year's Day party, and I didn't know what it was, and now it's popcorn. Okay, so now you have popcorn to bring. 
And also, as Pastor Andy said, uh, this fast that's coming up, uh, it's a corporate fast. I've been encouraging all of us to fast and pray, obviously, all throughout the year. But this is going to be 21 days of corporate prayer and fasting. Uh, And so we'll talk a little bit about that each week. But I'd encourage you this week, as he had mentioned, ask the Lord, what is it, Lord, that you want me to put aside? Uh, And to be honest, it should be difficult. Okay? It's not like, you know, I I never watch Netflix, and so guess what? I'm going to fast Netflix and not watch it. Well, you don't do it anyway. It's not like a thing in your life. Like, so that's not something to, something to fast is we are putting down the flesh. We are putting the flesh behind so that our spirit man can be in control of our life. How many of us need a little more of that? I'm raising my hand with you. In 2023, yeah? That our spirit man is in control of our fleshly man or woman, yeah? I mean, how about that? We all need that, and I believe fasting really biblically is one of the key ways to do that. It's one of the spiritual disciplines of abstinence that we had talked about uh, in 2022. And so I just really encourage you to be prayerful about that, whatever it is. It really, it should be difficult. Sorry, that just is what it is, right? It should be tough to do uh, because you're really putting something aside in order to seek the Lord. And when we, when we fast, we're not looking to change God. And really, we're not looking to get anything. But really, what we're looking to do is to turn our hearts to him and to have our spirits connected with his spirit. And really, that all the other stuff begins to take care of itself. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all the other things shall be added unto us. Amen? Amen. Well, as Pastor Liz said, man, I'm, I've told a couple people this, and I think some of you may agree I have not been this excited about stepping into a new year in a very, very long time. Uh, there, I mean, 2022 had its ups and downs, and I, I wrote a list of things we as a church did. We launched the nursery. We launched ECF Littles. We had a softball team that we did. We had summer nights. Like, we had all these amazing things that we did. Uh, we paid down the debt by over $100,000. Praise, praise God. Like, there was a lot of wonderful things in 2022, but I have never been so excited about putting a calendar year away of 2022 and stepping into 2023. And the reason being is the scripture the Lord gave me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it here, and I believe it's, uh, it applies to our tithes and offerings today, but applies to our whole life. And it says this, it's out of 1 Corinthians 3. It says, this is Paul talking, it says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. God gave the increase. Some of us have been going for years, spending an effort in 2022 of planting and watering and planting and watering, and yet to see the fruit Yet to see the thing, yet in God's perfect timing, God gave the increase. And so, ne- it's so then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. And I was thinking of, I mean, in my own personal life, and I know many of you have had situations in 2022 that you have faced and you have challenged and you have sat and you've fasted and you've prayed, and you've read the word of God, and you say to yourself, and you say to God, where is the fruit? Yeah, come on, guys, we do this, right? 
Like, where is, where is the fruit that's promised on this? And I'm telling you prophetically, the Lord has just been speaking to me and to others that 2023 is going to be a year where you begin to see the fruit and God is going to do the increase. I'm believing that for our church. I'm believing that for your lives. I'm believing that for marriages. I'm believing that for parenting. I'm believing that for jobs and relationships, all of it. I'm really believing that in 2023, all the times and the prayers and the, and the, the words that we stood on, that the Lord is going to bring those to pass in 2023. Amen? So one other thing I want to mention before we pray uh, I think I mentioned this to a couple people, but one of my goals this year, it's not really a New Year's resolution, it's more of a goal, is very simple. Pray more, worry less. There it is. There's, the, there, there's what I'm going to do this year. I'm committed to praying more and worrying less. And I, of course, the Bible talks a lot about worry, and it can't add anything you know, to your stature. It does you no good. It actually just brings harm in general. But I really have a sense that as we're moving into this time of prayer and fasting and just this season of 2023, God's going to do the increase, okay? God's doing the increase. All he's asking for us to do is just to pray more and to worry less. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this new year. Father, we're so excited for what you have in store for us this year, Lord. And we know, Lord, that doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy this year. We know that everything's not going to be perfect this year. Your word says that in this world we will have trouble, but to take heart for you have overcome it all. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are the overcomer, that you are the one who grows, Father God. You are the one that brings forth the fruit. And, Father, we just want to seek you with our hearts this year. We want to pray this year, and we just want to be in your presence throughout the year. So, Father, bless every gift, every giver this morning. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that our debt is paid off in Jesus' name and that people's finances are blessed and there is freedom in them. In your precious name we pray. Amen? Amen. All right, open up your Bibles to Matthew 1. Matthew 1. And I've had this message prepared for December 18th, and I got sick. And I was going to do a version of it on Christmas Eve, and that didn't happen. And the Lord just spoke to me. He said, you still need to give this message. And so we are going to go back into the believer's authority uh, next week, because we haven't really finished that series. There's a lot more we want to go do in the believer's authority series. Pastor Andy, uh, God willing, as we said, is going to be uh, preaching next Sunday. Uh, we'll be here, but he'll be preaching next Sunday. Uh, but I really feel like this sense of Emmanuel, God with us, that it's the word to start this year for us to remember God is with us. He is with us. So Matthew 1, starting in verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, 
son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Amazing, miraculous. Verse 21. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. This word Emmanuel, God with us. The Lord reminded me that if you look at the story of mankind, if you look at God's plan of redemption for mankind, you can see the story of God with us unfolding from the beginning all the way to the end. And the story of God with us begins with this. In the beginning, God was with man. In the very beginning, in the garden, when it all started, when the first human beings were created by God, God was with them. And the Bible talks about he walked with them. He talked with them. There was a relationship that Adam and Eve had with God himself. It says this in Genesis 3, verse 8. And when they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. This was after they had sinned, after they had eaten from the, the fruit in which they weren't supposed to eat from. God was with them. Look at this. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the, of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So in the very beginning, God's intention, his plan, his ultimate perfection in the Garden of Eden created Adam and Eve in perfection. God was with them. God was there. He walked with them. He talked with them. He literally, God, the creator of all of the universe, was with them. But then something happened. Something happened. That sin entered the world and created separation from God. And you can see that. We talked about that a little bit already. In the garden, there was a sin that occurred. God said not to do something, and they did it, and it created this separation. Now when God showed up, they were aware of their nakedness. They were aware of, of being in his presence in a different way. And in Romans 5.12, it says this, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all have sinned. How many of us have sinned? You don't have to raise your hands. Rhetorical question. I'm raising it for y'all. I, the pastor on behalf of this church, am raising my hand, knowing that each and every one of you have sinned. And you see that in the Old Testament, before the birth of Jesus, there was this separation 
between God and man, and they had to begin to make sacrifices. Because what the Bible says is all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every one of us has fallen short. 2022 was filled with times in which we fell short. In fact, some of us have fallen short already in 2023. It just started. It's only a few hours old. But I'm with you. Like, we're, we're, we're flesh, and we sin, and we have this, this thing that, that God, is, there's a separation that needed to be resolved, that needed to have something occur, something happen, because all have sinned and fallen short. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The gift. The gift of God came through Jesus Christ. So before Jesus came, this is what had to happen. Sacrifices were to be made for sin. Like legit, legitimate sacrifices, offerings, grain offerings, sacrificing uh, animals, all of it. Those were things that, in, if you look in Leviticus, it just says over and over, the different things that before Jesus came, the only way to begin to cleanse us, to be able to, to, be able to try to remove that separation from God, was to have to make a sacrifice. For us to do something, for us to sacrifice something, for us to make this attempt and this effort to purify and to cleanse, and it never really could work perfectly until the gift of God, Jesus Christ, came. In Hebrews 9 it says this, And then these things have been thus prepared. The priests always went into the first part of the tabernacle, performing the services. But in the second part, the high priest was alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself for the people's sins committed in ignorance. The priest had to go in. He had to make reconciliation for these sins. All this stuff had to be done. But God, Emmanuel, God with us. So part of this story then happens, as I read in Matthew 1, Emmanuel, God came in person to restore that relationship that was severed, that was broken. God sent his son. He sent his only begotten son to restore, the op- to have that opportunity for each of us to choose to restore the relationship, to have an opportunity of God with us every single day, every single moment. John 1.14 says this, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word of God, the word who was here from the beginning, Jesus Christ came in the flesh and dwelt among us and beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace in truth. You see, church, Jesus came to restore that relationship back to what God had originally intended. It says in John 3:16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into this world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus is the only way, guys. Jesus is the only way to the Father. Jesus is the only way to... He came to break that cycle so that we could 
experience and live this word Emmanuel, God with us. With this relationship. And so Jesus ascended and he gave us the Holy Spirit. And so you think of Jesus' life. I know we just were celebrating his birth and we celebrated Christmas, but he lived a perfect life. He felt what we feel. He was tempted as we were tempted, yet did not sin. He went to the cross. He paid the price for our sins. His body broken, his blood shed, and then he defeated death. And he rose from the grave. And he said, you know what? I have to go. But it's good that I go because I will still send someone so that God can be with you 24-7. God with us. And so Jesus ascended and then the Holy Spirit was free to come and to live amongst us and in each and every one of us. It says in John 16, 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Church, this is fantastic news. This story of Christmas, this story of Jesus' birth, Emmanuel, God with us, broke the cycle of the sacrifices and of the sin. And when we commit to him as our Lord and our Savior, we can now live with God with us every single day of our lives. And I, more than any one of you, probably want to be with him every day in 2023. I am tired of trying to do it on my own. I am tired of striving and trying to work harder and get up earlier and stay up later and do all these things in my own flesh to think that somehow I will be able to accomplish something and I realize that it's the only reason, the only way I accomplish anything is because God is with me. And I want to live every single day this year with a recognition and a remembrance that God is with me. And now the Holy Spirit is with us. It says in Romans 8 this, starting in verse 9, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. So those of us who have received Jesus, we are now not in the, we are in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Verse 10, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, if you've received Jesus, he is now with you constantly. But not only is he with you, it's the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So as I was just meditating on this, what this, what this Christmas, what Christmas did, Jesus coming, and his birth, and his life, and his death, and his resurrection. What it did, it basically gave us a multitude of gifts. A multitude of presents that we get to open every single day. A multitude of blessing of being able to receive from him. 
So what does this mean from this? It means that Jesus made a way for all these things. Number one, the gift of being in the family of God. Thank you, Lord. We all have our families here on this earth, but being in the family of God means you have a Father in heaven that is more powerful, more loving, more caring, and more compassionate than any earthly father you could ever have. This gift of being in the family of God. Think about that. That God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, is now our father. Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection made this possible. That we now can be in the family of God. It's a gift. It's a gift. You have to receive a gift, don't you, on on Christmas Day or New Year's Day or on your birthday or on whatever day, you have to receive the gift. If someone lays a gift in front of you, you can look at it. It's all wrapped real nicely. And you can choose not to open it. How many of you got gifts this year that you chose not to open? Nobody. Right? My kids are like, they're still looking for more gifts to open. They're like, is there another gift here or there I can find? What's this gift? That's for somebody else that's not yours. Don't open it up. Right? It's this gift. This gift of being in the family of God. And then we have more. It's not just doesn't stop there. It's the gift of having a relationship with God. Not only are you in a family. How many of you know you can be in a family but not have a relationship with people in the family? But Jesus is... Birth and this whole process of what he went through gives us an ability to have an actual relationship, a one-to-one relationship with God. And I think I, I, sometimes I forget the power of that, right? Don't, I mean, we forget that we say our prayer, say, oh God, you know, thank you for being with me, this or that. But could we just stop for a minute and really reflect on what it means that you and me get to have a relationship with God? The the creator of the heavens and the earth, the almighty, the all-sovereign God himself, we now, because of Jesus, can have a relationship with him day in and day out. We can talk with him. We can cry out to him. We can speak to him. We can pray to him. All these things are an opportunity now, this gift of having a relationship with God. The next thing we get to do is we have the gift of confessing to God. You know, we had to go back and with the priest, and there was all these these rules in which you had to confess sins and do it. We have an opportunity now, because of Jesus, we can go directly to God and confess our sins. There is no, we don't have to, you know, praise God, We don't have to make any, you know, animal sacrifices. You know, I'd be having one this morning, right? I mean, constantly we'd be having sacrifices all the time. I'm not sure we'd be able to have time to do anything else but to have sacrifices for our sins. But we don't have to do that anymore because of Jesus. We have an opportunity to go to the Lord and say, man, I'm struggling with this. Lord, I'm confessing this sin to you. And you know, the Bible says when we confess our sins, there is healing in that. There is healing in that. I would encourage you this year, if you're struggling with something, to go to the Lord this year. Go to him today. Go to him this afternoon and say, Lord, I confess to you this. I'm struggling with this. He already knows it. It's not like you're going to surprise him with anything. He already knows it. The next one is we have this gift of casting our cares to God. Pray more, worry less. 
church. Pray more, worry less. We can take a care, a concern, a burden, a situation that seems helpless, a situation that seems un, we, can, we don't even know what to do, and we can take that care, that burden, and we can cast it to the Lord. We can bring it before him. And honestly, I've, I've said many prayers to the Lord where I haven't actually cast my care to him. How many of you done that? You pray to the Lord, but then you still carry that care around like it's, you know, I mean, it's like you, you feel a thousand pounds of weight from this care, and you pray to the Lord, and you still feel the thousand pounds of weight the moment afterwards, because we're not actually casting that care to him. And what he wants from us this year, what he wants because of this relationship, is that we can actually cast that care to him, begin to pray more and worry less. Say, Lord, I give you this situation, it's in your hands. And because the Holy Spirit's on the inside of me, Holy Spirit, you will lead me and guide me in any way that I have to turn or do or change. But in general, I'm Lord, I am giving you this care, and I don't want it back. Right, you guys, it's about casting the care. How many are fishermen in here? I'm not a fisherman, but I use this analogy a lot. Is when you cast your fishing line, that's not what I want you to do here. Right, because what you do with it, when you cast a fishing line, what do you do? You reel it back in. No, this cast doesn't mean cast your, your fish, your fishing line so you can just reel it back in. This cast means to throw it overboard. Throw it off the boat as far as you can throw it. Let it hit the sea. Let it sink into the sea of God's goodness and faithfulness and let him deal with the situation at hand. It's a gift of casting our cares to God. The next one, we've got two more. The gift of resting in the presence of God. There was so much peace and rest in the garden in the beginning. And you notice when I read that verse, when sin entered, that rest and that peace was disturbed and disrupted. But because of Jesus, we now have the ability to rest in the presence of God with the same peace and joy that Adam and Eve felt even from the very beginning. To trust in him, even when we're tired, even when we're worn down, no matter the circumstance, this gift of resting in the presence of God was all made possible because of Jesus. And the last one, the gift of spending eternity with God. Sometimes, sometimes I yell out Maranatha, which means... <laughs> Jesus, come. Lord, come. I want your return. I'm tired. I'm struggling. How many of us feel that way certain times? But guess what we get to know is that we get to spend all eternity with God. And he will make all things new. And we have to remember that even if the end is not here yet, and he still is tarrying and we're still walking on this earth, that Emmanuel, God, is with us. And because we've accepted that and because God is with us, we now, for all of eternity, not just yesterday, not just 2022, not just 2023, but for all of eternity, we get to be with God. Amen? Amen. Just bow your heads this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for coming for living and for, for going to the cross, 
living a perfect, sinless life, from defeating the grave, from ascending, Father God, to heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father. We thank you, Lord, for sending us the Holy Spirit. And Father, I would ask that in each of our hearts, Lord, that you would just burn this understanding of Emmanuel, God with us. That each day in this new year of 2023, that we would walk knowing more and more fully each and every day that you are with us. And that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter what's happening, no matter what has happened in the past, Lord, that they, we would remember and be reminded that you are with us and that it's a gift and that we're part of your family and that we can have a relationship with you and that we can confess to you and that we can cast our cares to you and that we can rest in your presence knowing that you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. And we thank you for it in your precious name. Amen. Amen. We're going to have some small group leaders that are going to come up and they're going to be able to pray with you. If you are here and you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, if you've never made that opportunity, you've never made that decision, you feel the Lord just tugging on you today, you come up here after service, they will pray with you. They'll be able to pray with you in your life can have this abiding presence of Emmanuel, God with us each and every day. I want to say a prayer over this new year, and I want to read a benediction then as we close. Father, we abandon ourselves into your hands. <laughs> Do with us whatever you will. And Father, whatever you do, we know that you are with us and we thank you. Father, we are ready for whatever you have for us in this new year. Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, let your will be done in us and in our families. Into your hands, Lord, we commend our spirits. We offer it to you with all love and sacrifice to you, Lord. For we love you, Lord. We want to give ourselves fully to you in this new year. Lord, we surrender ourselves into your hands without reserve and with boundless confidence for you, Lord, are our Father. Amen and amen. I want to read this benediction as we close. Now to him who is able in 2023 to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen and amen. You are dismissed. Have a wonderful new year. And don't forget to pick up some popcorn on the way out. We love you guys. God bless.